0: Welcome to the Shaleen Show. I'm your host and today's episode is, it's about goal setting, but it's a unique twist on goal setting. Now, now if you haven't listened to the episode prior to this one, I encourage you to do so. In that episode, we talked about what it is ultimately you want to feel, not what you want to have, not what success looks like, not another person's definition of success, not the toys, possession, financial security, status, ultimately, what do you want to feel? Like, what feelings do you enjoy? What do you hate feeling? What parts of your life right now do you just wish you could erase it away? And that was your homework assignment. So I'm I'm going to tell you to go back and listen to that episode. It's a pretty quick episode, and I encourage you to do so. Because today, we're going to take those things that you want to feel, and we're going to come up with some goals, a direction, a possible destination, at which, I hope, if you've done your homework, Ultimately when you arrive there you're going to feel what it is you want to feel. Welcome to the Shalene show. Shalene is a New York Times best-selling author, celebrity fitness trainer, and obsessed with helping you live your dream life. And before we get to today's topic, I want to play this message that came to me, which of course, you can leave me a message by going to shaleenjohnson.com forward slash podcast. But let's kick it off with this message, because I think this is something that probably most of us have struggled with. Hey,
1: Shalene, it's Jackie. I have been listening to your podcasts, and I am so technology like illiterate, and I've I'm struggling to figure out and follow along all of these safety procedures that you're asking. So I'm wondering if you could make a webinar or a video showing exactly step-by-step, uh, not audio, but like physical, visual, how to do that. And I know my teammates would very much appreciate that as well. Thanks.
0: What's up, Jackie? You're not the only one. That's for sure. Uh, I have like so many friends who are like, um, when can I schedule some time with you so you can go over step by step how to install this password manager? Do I have to visit every website only once I've opened password manager? Can I go directly to the site and then open up the password manager and then copy and paste my encrypted message? Like it's complicated. It can be complicated. And clearly, I am not the expert. I am, however, a person with a platform and a sincere personal passion now to help other people figure out how to better protect themselves because this is growing like a wildfire. I'm not even joking. It's cuckoo for Cocoa Puffs. At least it feels that way. The truth is, it's not that bad. I'm used to it now. I mean, took maybe two weeks to really make it become second nature, but now it's no big deal. And I feel like I know what I'm doing, but I'm not the expert. And I don't dare put myself out there as the expert. I would rather bring the expert to you. Darren Natoni is a person you heard on all of those episodes, kind of breaking things down for us. He's a former federal agent, just obsessed with helping people protect themselves from the bad guys. He's created this really simple to follow, downloadable checklist. And what's great about it is it lists all 10 things you need to do to kind of make sure everything's shored up. And he does so in pretty nice detail as well. Now, you can get that checklist sent directly to your phone if you want. All you do is go to his website. It is called beyondthepassword.com. Now, yes, he is going to ask you for your email address because, hello, how else is he going to get it to you, right? Like he's not a magician. But I promise that if you've already set up yourself on Gmail, you'll be just fine. And plus, he's one of the good guys. So give him your email address and he will send to you this 10-point checklist of everything you need to do to make sure that you're protected online, right? But here's my ask of you. He's agreed to, as a special favor to me, to the lifers, and, and I'm a lifer, right? And you're a lifer. So you don't even have to tell me that this is a little bit complicated. I know it is. That's One of the reasons why I myself had put it off. So I've asked Darren and he's agreed to do exactly what you've asked for, which is kind of a virtual walk me through the process webinar where he can do like a screen flow and show us exactly how we're supposed to do these things. The only problem is it's all like simple to him and it's all simple to people who do it all the time. And so here's what I want you to do. Download the 10 part checklist. And then do me a favor, go back to my Facebook page or leave me a message here on The Shalene Show by going to shalenejohnsoncom forward slash podcast. And you can leave me a voicemail and just tell me what part specifically trips you up. Where is it that you specifically would like a um, on-screen tutorial or a screen flow that kind of walks you through the process as if Darren were sitting next to you while you're on your computer and trying to do these things what questions even after you have that list of 10 what additional questions do you have now please do me a favor don't leave me any questions or give me your feedback until you've downloaded his list because the list should walk you through most of it i just need to know once you've been through that list where are you still stuck and then that that's the stuff i'm going to ask darren to put together for us on a uh, webinar it's the least i can do because you guys were so awesome and so helpful and so supportive During my identity hack, I wonder if this is, I still have friends who are like, how do I know this is you? What were the colors of the dresses your bridesmaids wore? They have all these like trick questions that they make me answer before they'll reply to my text messages. But anyways, it is kind of a serious deal. And I'm so happy that you guys are taking it very seriously because it, like I said, it's kind of at an epidemic level and it's spreading like wildfire. So let's be smart, take the proper precautions and please visit beyondthepassword.com. Okay, on to today's topic. And I'm really not sure if we would call today's topic goals or feelings. Maybe it's both. And maybe the word goals scares you. Like some people get some really excited whenever I see, in fact, one of Brian Tracy's books is simply named Goals with an exclamation mark after it. And that just jumped off the shelves at me. I love goal setting, I love having something that I'm working towards. But for some people, it makes them feel panic. Like there's no way I'm going to hit my mark. This feels very structured. This feels very um, measured. Uh, It feels as though people are going to judge me and they just don't like goal setting. And then there are those of us who love it. We love that structure. We love the measure. We love every part of it. We love the journey. But the people I want to speak to today are those of you who goal setting hasn't always worked out for you. And you're not sure why. I mean, you set goals and some of them you accomplish, but there's also something about goal setting that feels intimidating. And I'll just bet that most of you share in common a little bit of perfectionism. Perfectionists don't love goals because, well, because it's hard to be perfect. And if you can't be perfect, how are you going to perfectly accomplish your goals? So maybe I'm speaking to those of you who suffer from a little bit of perfectionism but I'm hoping I'm speaking to everybody because this is something that I have learned. And in working with hundreds and hundreds of entrepreneurs and people just like you who want to be better, who want more from their lives, the one thing I've learned is that the more precise you try to plan your future, um, the more disappointing it can be. Like you've got to be really organic about this thing. And I hope that gives you a sense of freedom. I can tell you I know very few people who are today where they set out to be exactly. Like, I knew certain things about my future would be true and I could see them, but I didn't know exactly what it would look like. I never set out and made a goal for myself to be a motivational speaker or to be um, someone who was well-known in the personal development or personal growth industry. I never set out to be considered a fitness celebrity. That's just crazy to me. I don't even know how that happened. I mean, just a couple of years ago, if someone had encouraged me to do my own podcast, I would have laughed. It's just not what I set out to do. However, I have with great intention set out to do things that make me feel a certain way. And that's when things get good. And yes, I have set specific goals along the way, but I never set these big grandiose goals. And those are the kind of goals I think that scare most people. I also think those big grandiose goals, grandiose, I keep saying that, those big gigantic scary goals, right? Those are the ones that people set based on what we see. Like, yes, I'd like to drive a BMW, or I'd like to live in that big house, or I'd love to have my name on the side of the building or for people to know me when I walk down the street, or I'd love to have X amount of dollars in the bank account, or I'd like to be married to a really beautiful woman someday, like all these Things that, you know, they're, they're visual things and we've seen other people with them. So we assume that that's success and and those are those big, scary, audacious goals that so many of us feel intimidated by. And they're very specific. What I would rather you do today is based on our homework from my last episode is is to really just keep at the forefront of your mind what it is you want to feel. So I want you to go back just one step further and ask yourself what need needs to be met in order for you to feel happy. In other words, what feeling do you need to feel in order to feel happy? Does that make sense? So I hope you've gone through that homework assignment. If you haven't, put me on pause and go back and listen. To, even if you just listen to the last 10 minutes of the last show, you'll get the idea of where we're headed because I need you to think about what it is ultimately you want to feel and boil it down to one Really important, all-inclusive sentence. I want to feel as though I have choice. That's what I want to feel. I want to feel choice. So I looked at all the things I didn't want to feel and all the things I did want to feel. And obviously happiness is is one of them for everybody. I mean, you want to feel happy. I want to feel happy. But that's a given. It's too general. And for me, and and this has to be done for each and every one of you separately, for me, I have to feel as though I have freedom of choice. It's that simple. I don't need to complicate it beyond that. And if I use that as my guiding sentence, the one feeling that I know ultimately will lead to happiness for me, then I can make all of the really difficult decisions much easier. I can just look at this opportunity or this potential partnership, or this new endeavor. And I can say, I can ask myself, will I still feel freedom of choice? And if the answer is no, then I know it's going to detract from my happiness. Now, granted, there are things I have to do where I don't always have freedom of choice, but I use that as my measure so that the things I am going after, the things that I am pursuing, the goals, that direction off in the distance, I can just see kind of hazy in the distance, I always have to keep asking myself, once I arrive there at that destination, am I going to feel as though I have freedom of choice? Because if the answer somewhere along the way is no, then it's it's definitely not worth pursuing for me. So what is it? What one thing do you need to feel in order to feel happiness? Let's think about it. Let me give you some ideas. Maybe you've thought to yourself, I need to feel important. I need to feel loved. I need to feel accepted. So you would finish that sentence with, I need to feel accepted in order to feel happiness. I need to feel loved in order to feel happiness. I need to feel peaceful in order to feel happiness. In order for me to feel happy, I need to feel safe. So think about whatever the first half of that sentence is. You need to feel what in order to feel and experience happiness? What's the answer to that question? Think about it. What's most important for you to feel if you're going to be happy? I doubt that very many of you said, I need to feel rich. But maybe you did say, I need to feel financially secure. Or maybe you just said in general, I need to feel as though I'm taken care of. I'm protected. And I know there's a lot of things that factor into our happiness. Hello, right? Of course, I'm happy when I'm with my children. Yes, it makes me happy to feel loved and accepted, but, but all of those things, I, me personally, I don't need as much as I need freedom of choice because I, I know I'm loved and I, and I know that I do the right thing and I, and I know I can take care of myself and I know how to provide for myself financially. So what it is, I personally need in order to feel happiness is freedom of choice, the freedom to make the right choice, the freedom to make the right choice for me. This new statement, this realization, if you will, the fact that you now know what it is you need to feel or what it is you need in order to experience happiness, well, you should allow that to be kind of a qualifier for you. Unless, of course, you just want to accomplish goals and happiness isn't really a concern, which I don't think that's the case. But if you allow this realization, this statement to become kind of a qualifier, it's amazing how difficult decisions become that much easier. Now, for those of you who have done my 30-day push program, you know what I'm talking about. And this is really kind of a more basic understanding of what I would normally call your key priority statement. But I really want to keep this simple. I, and even for those of you who have been through my 30 day push program, and for those of you who are curious, it's a free program. Um, it's a kind of a course I developed. If you watch from your phone, you can sign up for it by going to 30 day. That's the number 30, 30, 30 day or from your phone, you can text to the number 949-565-4337. Again, that's 949. 949- And if you just text the word PUSH30 with no space, PUSH and then the number 30, no spaces in between them. It's a free course. There are no strings attached. Basically, I send you one quick email per day kind of teaching you how to reorganize and get really, really focused in kind of all areas of your life and how to use your iPhone to do that. Who doesn't want to be more organized, right? And in that 30-day program, I teach this concept, but perhaps on a higher level. What I want to do today is just make this really, really simple so that you can take action on it. Like the second this podcast is over, now that you've got this really simple statement, this can be your guiding principle. This can be the standard against which you can measure difficult decisions. And some of the most difficult decisions pertain to like what direction we should go in. I'll bet this very moment there are things you are struggling with, a decision. You know, whether it's time to change careers or end a relationship or start a relationship or just difficult decisions, those are often things that change the course or the direction of our life and quite possibly our happiness. So I want you to think about a difficult decision. I want you to think about a direction that you're considering going in. You can call it a goal. You can call it a direction. You can call it a difficult decision. Whatever the case may be. I want you to use your feelings a little bit more than what we normally do when we think about goal setting. I want you to disregard the things that you would have or the money you might make or the status you might achieve. And I really want you to focus on whether or not this thing, this direction, this decision, how it would affect you based on the statement that you just came up with. So for me, for example, I would have to ask myself with this difficult decision I'm trying to make right now, would saying yes give me a feeling of having more freedom? Would I have power of choice? If I say yes to this, does it give me the ability to kind of control my destiny and, and to be in charge of my own decisions? Or would it take some of that away? And that's what I want you to use as your qualifying statement. Now, hear me very clearly. This only works if you're truly willing to be honest about it. And so many of us get, well, we get distracted by our ego. And it's really easy for us to convince ourselves, well, yeah, I mean, sure, it might not look like I'm going to have X, Y, Z, but in the long run, I will. And and we, we kind of dismiss those little voices in the back of our head that are saying to us, I really want this because it's going to make me feel quote unquote important. Or other people would think I was cool if I did this or I should do this because I don't want others to be disappointed in me. There's never going to be an opportunity like this again. I don't want to be a flake, blah, blah, blah. We have all these excuses why we justify things that we know are going to move us further away from what it is that makes us happy. Listen, you've got one life to live. I don't think you need to be selfish. I really don't. I do think the most fulfilling lives come when we, we consider other people. And it's other people that make us happy. So look at your qualifying statement and ask yourself if this difficult decision, this direction that you're considering going in, how will it impact what it is you need ultimately to feel happiness? This is a really important topic to me. And you know that if you've been listening to The Shaleen Show, if you've been to one of my seminars or workshops or webinars, you know this is kind of my mission is to teach people how to have balance, because I see so many people live their lives without it, and most notably because I feel like I led the first half of my adult life completely out of balance and I didn't know how to fix it. So I think it's one thing to hear from me, but I've received so many messages of encouragement from people who are adults now who were raised by parents who didn't know how to keep things in check, who thought they were providing for their family, giving them everything they could ever need or desire and that that was all that their children needed to make them happy. And it's easy to get caught up in that. So I want to play for you this message from Teresa. This one really touched my heart.
1: Hi, Chalene. This is Teresa. I just wanted to tell you today, your show on what success should feel like really hit a chord with me. And this episode today on what success should feel like. I, I wish I can send this to every single person I know in at my age. Um 32 years old and I think I've I really struggled with that idea of success really really early on in my teenage years because my you know I had those parents that were always on me about, you know, going to school, getting an education, working hard to achieve the highest salary, and making sure that I got all this stuff, because I grew up with a lot of stuff. I grew up with that big house, lots of land, the fancy cars, the fancy schools, the fancy vacations. And I'm not going to dismiss any of that. It was all a wonderful experience. But I watched my parents struggle with working so hard that they failed to take care of themselves, I lost my dad when he I was 21, so it was like a little bit 10 years ago, and he was the local physician in town, and he took care of everyone else but himself, and he died with millions of dollars in the bank, and yet I think everyone would have looked at him as a success, but I, as his daughter, looked at him, you know, missing his life and what he could have been. And I knew in my heart of hearts that I had to stop living the life that everyone else wanted me to live and do what it is I wanted because I wanted to have balance. I was fortunate enough to have the support of friends in my life who saw what it is I wanted and I saw it in myself and I had to kind of butt up against the mainstream of oh but you're smart enough to do this this and this and this and go to medical school and open up your own practice or take over your father's practice but it's not what I wanted I didn't want to work 100 hours a week and be in the hospital you know every night and day and not enjoy my family because that's what it comes to it comes at an expense and I wanted to have a family and I wanted to be a mom and I wanted to be there for my kids And so instead I became a doctor of pharmacy and I'm a clinical pharmacist and I absolutely love what I do. I help people day in and day out. But I have a set time. I go to work you know, Monday through Friday I go in at 7.30, leave at 3.30 if I have to leave, I leave and that's okay. I can be home to take care of my daughter. I have no holidays, work weekends. Do I have the biggest house on the block? No. Do I have very fancy vacations? No. But I'm happy with who I am and I have peace with myself. I can take care of myself physically so that I can be there for my children and my husband and I can be there for my patients and show them a positive life. And I just thank you so much for doing this topic Um, because I think we just get so caught up with the stuff, wanting stuff, instead of understanding what the whole picture is about. And to me, it's about balance. And um, that's it. I love you. And thank you so much for doing the show today.
0: I hope these last two episodes have helped you to kind of understand what it takes for you to feel happiness and, and to help you clarify what it is ultimately that makes you happy. Not laser focused on a goal, but you really understand what direction you should be heading in. Now, if you want to take this one step further, I would invite you to join me on my 30 day push. It is completely free. Well, you have to give me your email address, but that's about it. I just ask this of you. If you, you know, you sign up for the 30 day push and you do great for six or seven days and then you fall off. My only ask of you is that you start over again and you start over again and you start over again until you get all the way through the 30 days. Each lesson is really short. It's all about organizing your life. And yes, lots of people start it, then life gets in the way and they just quit. But I want you to be a quitter and I want you to know it's not going anywhere and it's just stuff that makes your life a lot easier, much more organized, much more focused. And so I just ask that you make it all the way through the 30 days and that if for some reason you fall off, you get back on the wagon. Is that a deal? Okay, cool. Listen, lifers, you... You are amazing. Thank you so much for for doing this with me. And I would love to know if these last two episodes have been helpful to you in some way. If you've been able to realize or have more clarity about your direction, your goals, what it is you need in order to feel happiness. Because that's what I'm all about. Whether it's fitness or relationships, understanding how to deal with difficult people, building your own business. I just want you to be happy and to know you are enough. Until we have a chance to spend some time together again soon, I hope, I just need you to know you are the bomb.com. See you soon.